1: Hey hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now today's first story comes from Admirable Emu 9628 and says, Am I the a-hole for walking out of my STEM family's New Year party and ignoring them? And I'm sure everyone knows, but just in case, it's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I, 25 male, am part of a large STEM family. My entire family is Ivy League educated. My parents, five siblings, etc. They're all doctors, scientists, and mathematicians. I'm the only one who isn't. Growing up, I was always the black sheep. School just didn't come easy to me. They even had me tested for learning disabilities at one point. I had nothing, but I just wasn't good at school. I spent my entire childhood crying over math textbooks wondering why I don't get it. Why it's so easy for them and not for me. Art came easy, literature came easy, but to my family that was just trash and not worth focusing on. It didn't help that they kept sending me to the same academic schools my siblings went to. Those schools were brutal. The competition there was fierce and kids were literally snorting Adderall to get through the exam week. That environment didn't help. Things didn't improve until I moved out at 18 and got a job at a tattoo parlor. I was able to get an art degree. I started writing, going to therapy and got a boyfriend. My life just got better because for the first time, I could just be me. My family couldn't accept this and contact with them became less and less. Every time I meet them, they never make an effort to talk to me about the things I like. They just talk among themselves about STEM subjects I don't understand. I try to engage with them but things they discuss I just don't know. Whenever I ask questions they get annoyed because now they have to dumb things down for the family idiot. The only time they talk to me is to discuss my failure in life. Mostly I just sit there quietly. That's how my whole life has been with them. Recently, I got a publishing deal for my fantasy novel. I was super excited to tell my family at their New Year's party. The first thing they did ask was what kind of novel was it. When I said fantasy, they awkwardly laughed and changed the topic to my cousin's PhD thesis. This was my biggest achievement and they shat on it. I told them they were being rude and that they treated me like crap my whole life. They snapped back to stop making a scene, That I had been a difficult child and to be understanding. I really lost it then. I screamed that I was never a difficult child. I never drank, sneaked out, stole, did drugs or got into a fight. I just wasn't into science, which isn't a big deal at all. So what if I wasn't good at school? Any other family would have been glad to have. I left after that. Since then, they've been trying to contact me. To be fair, they do seem very apologetic, but I've been ignoring them. My dad's last text said I'm being childish and I need to talk to them. A part of me feels bad because I ruined New Year's and a lot of family colleagues were there too and they witnessed it, which was probably humiliating for them. They work in really prestigious competitive fields and I humiliated them. Am I the a-hole? Now we do have a brief edit and then a full update on this post as well. Look, in many of these stories, I always come into these ones and think there's always a better way to go about it, like to talk it out, etc and maybe not at a scene like a New Year's Eve party, but I totally get it. I totally get you exploded. You've had enough of their constant disrespect towards you. And I think sometimes people just need to be called out. It was absolutely breaking my heart, and I'm not ashamed to admit a few tears as well, about what you've been going through, just trying to find some common ground with them, to try and get involved, and wanting them to just be interested in your life as well. And to play down you getting a publishing deal. That's absolutely huge. So congratulations to you for that. That is absolutely amazing. Just please be super proud of yourself. Whatever happens next. But Altruistic Kale says, not the a-hole. Sounds like you just snapped after getting a lot of disrespect over the years. Also, as someone who comes from an academic family with a few writers, I can tell you it's a lot harder to get a book deal than a PhD. Group OK quotes the publishing deal part and says, first off, holy crap, this is a huge, massive, earth-shaking accomplishment. I hope this is the start of a terrific career for you. You totally deserve it. I so much wish that I had some insight into your family's behavior. I don't. I just wish you had a happier childhood than you did and sincerely hope your way forward is bright, not the a-hole hazel says childish is a crappy parent code for you're not bowing to my will because i forever see myself as an authority and now the truth of my behavior is making me look bad and so i'm going to claim you're being immature because it makes me feel better f them not the a-hole if the truth casts your behavior in a bad light then the problem is with your behavior not the truth brief horror says not the a-hole just block them and focus on what's important You're successful because you like the life you've built. That's all. And one more comment from Complete Turnip who says, not the a-hole. Everyone is different. I bet you have other talents and skills they don't have. Not everyone is academically gifted, but are gifted in other ways. Walking out was the right thing to do, but at some point you should discuss with your parents properly regarding this. If they don't take you seriously, then go low slash no contact. Edit. Congratulations on getting your novel published. If you share the title once released, I'm sure many of us, including myself, would like to read it. Opie responds saying, I just don't see why. Things have been like this my whole life. I don't see how a bond with them would benefit me at this point. I already have a loving and caring family. Then first, Opie edits the post, which says, thanks a lot for the support. I fell asleep after posting this, so I didn't get to reply to everyone. I talked to my dad and asked him to meet me. He said we can meet later today or tomorrow. I'll update you after that so then op does come in with the update which says firstly i'd like to thank everyone for the replies i posted this before going to bed so i wasn't able to reply when i woke up this morning after reading through everything i decided to text my dad and ask him if we could meet to my surprise he said yes that we could meet today even i was more surprised when i showed up to all six of my siblings there I asked them how they all managed to get time off last minute as they all have busy jobs. My sister said not to worry about it. They shuffled some things around. Everyone looked pretty upset. I hate awkward silence so I started off. I said sorry for exploding during the party. It wasn't a place or time to air out dirty laundry. I know I embarrassed everyone and ruined New Year's Eve but I wasn't sorry about the things I said. Just where and when I said them. My brother asked why I exploded like that and how long I felt that way. I told them I'd had enough. I started writing my book at 19 and after years of rejection, I got a publisher. Did he have any idea how big a deal that was? Did he think everybody got published? And they just laughed at me and moved on. Like I was an embarrassment. He said sorry and that they didn't mean it. I didn't know what to say. So there was a more awkward silence after that. I just drank my coke till dad spoke. He said that he didn't mean to make me feel bad, just that he didn't read fantasy books. I snapped and said, so what? I do not like string theory, but I still ask him about it. I don't like the Eilenberganea conjecture, apologies on that pronunciation, but I still listen when he talks about it. I ask questions and I care. What would it cost him to ask about my novel? I'm so sick and tired of being treated like the village idiot all the time. Mum said they don't treat me like that. I told her they do. They've treated me like the problem child my whole life. She said it wasn't easy raising me. I started yelling at this point. I'm not proud of it. I'm not usually a person who yells, but I just couldn't take it. I asked her, what did I do that was so bad? Did I drink, do drugs, steal, cheat, sneak out, lie, fight, or even fail a test? What did I do that was so bad other than being a below average student? Everyone got quiet after that. I could see my mum knew she was exposed, that there was nothing she could say to defend herself. Then my sister stepped in. She said it wasn't easy with my mental health issues. She's referring to the fact that I self-harmed pretty regularly from 6th grade to 12th. I told her she had the effing nerve. Remember how in my post I mentioned kids snorting Adderall during exam week? She was one of them. They're the reason I self harmed because they made me feel like crap just because I wasn't good at math. Either way, I wasn't a problem child because I self-harmed. I was a child who needed help and love, neither of which they gave me. And if we wanted to talk about problem kids, then we should talk about her drug addiction because I wasn't the kid that had to go to rehab. She started crying and I didn't even care. Dad told me to calm down, but I didn't want to. I told him I was done. From this day onwards, they were dead to me and I to them. They said I couldn't do that, that they were family. I said I already had a family, one that loved me for who I am. Dad said that we could try family therapy and that we could work on things. I asked him why. What did I gain from this? He's nothing more than a sperm donor and the reason for my trauma. Even if we go to therapy, it won't make what happened to me go away. I already had a loving and caring family. I didn't need them. Dad started crying at this point. I told them all not to contact me anymore, not for funerals and not for weddings. My eldest brother asked if I might change my mind one day. I told him probably not. I already have a complete life filled with people who love me. With that, I got up. Dad asked for a hug, so I gave him one, and everybody else wanted a hug too, so I did, and I left. I'm done. I know I should feel bad, but I don't. I just don't see anything for me to gain. Every time I'm with them, I remember being that kid. Looking around the table, seeing everybody talking and feeling like an outsider because I don't know enough to join in. I remember all the nights of them trying to tutor me and ending up screaming at me, why don't you get it? I remember the disappointment of every report card. And then I think about my real family and the love they give me. I don't need them. I needed them before, but not now. Thank you to everyone who wants to read my book. I've thought long and hard and I've decided not to post my real name here. My books are something I built out of the ashes of my childhood. I don't want to attach to them in any way. I know logically it might not make sense but it's how I feel. This book is my future and I don't want to attach to my past. I've also seen some comments questioned in my post because my family is in STEM. It means they must be D&D, Lord of the Rings kind of nerds. Well, not all STEM folks are like that. The closest I could describe them would be elitist slash snobby kind of nerds. They view fantasy as a lesser form of art. For them, the classics are much more distinguished and poetry. That's the closest I can describe them? Think Leonard's mum from the Big Bang Theory.
0: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: And I was pretty amazed about the amount of people that related to this story and talked about their own parents in a very similar way, really. And I know No Contact gets says a lot in these various subreddits and within these stories because we always see the worst kind of stories, right? But I think I do agree with Opie on this one and it's going to be the best thing for them because like they said in that post, what have they got to gain out of this? You can meet up and try to get some closure from what happened in your past, but you don't have to forgive them. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What advice would you give to OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Pudding Electrical 664 who says, am I the a-hole for refusing a person a plate After they showed up uninvited everyone is mid to late 20s my boyfriend and i have been hosting monday night dinner parties at our apartment for about a year it's not every week but most i have food allergies and it's hard to go out so this has been a good alternative about two months ago an old high school friend Layla, moved to my city with her fiance lucas and i started inviting them to our dinners lucas is insufferable he will never try his food before adding additional seasoning which is a pet peeve of mine, but I could get over it if he ate it, but it ends up directly in the trash. He'll add a bunch of salt to an already salted dish, take one bite and then say, ooh, it's too salty, or dump a ton of red pepper on and then complain that it's too spicy, etc. It's like he deliberately ruins his plate so he can complain about it. It's probably petty, but it really got under my skin, and it bugs my boyfriend too, to toss food that would have been perfectly good without his tampering. I put up with this for five dinners and then stopped inviting them i still text and met with Layla for coffee but i haven't extended another dinner invite they show up this monday without an invite right as we were starting dinner lucas sat down and started filling a plate before my boyfriend stopped him and told him he wasn't welcome to waste more of our food it turned into an argument where lucas insisted he shouldn't be forced to eat things he doesn't like And I got angry and told them, how could he be forced when he wasn't even invited? Voices got raised and eventually Layla and Lucas left, but the mood was ruined for the night. Everyone who was present agreed with me, but I guess Layla either told our old friend group or posted about it because I've gotten an odd amount of texts from people I haven't talked to in years, calling me an a-hole for kicking them out over my crappy cooking. It's not crappy, so maybe I am. And there's a small little update paragraph which we'll read after some of the comments because I think that's where it came in. So I'm always shocked. I don't know why I'm always shocked, but I'm always shocked at the audacity of people. They think they can turn up to someone's house, grab a plate and start loading up food on it uninvited. Like what is going through your head to think that's acceptable? There was part of me wondering what sort of happened in between. You stopped inviting them. But you carried on going to coffee with Layla was nothing brought up in between because suddenly that they turn up a Monday further down the line. Sort of says to me that they knew what was going on, but nobody's saying anything about it. And just as I was saying that I was reading some of the comments at the same time and someone asked info. Have you brought it up in private with either him or Layla that his behavior is unacceptable? I can understand that not saying anything in front of everyone, you were trying to be a gracious host, but it sounds like a text to either person may have stopped either his behavior or them coming over uninvited. Opie responded saying, I don't think I was direct enough, now that I really think about it. I tried taking the approach of asking Layla what he liked. If there was a different way, I could prepare things because I hated seeing someone leave hungry. I thought she understood what I was getting at, but in hindsight, I don't think she did. She said the food was great and he was just picky but she'd talked to him about taking less before trying it but nothing came from that and just one more little comment before we actually go into the full comments with her telling the old friend group about what happened and them turning on you i always wonder about these situations did they get the full story what was they told because anyone looking in on this can see that's not right what he was doing and for them to turn up uninvited And for them to even say you're crappy cooking in the first place. are these really friends, these don't sound like very nice people, but hey, who am I? But Isla says not the a-hole. While you don't owe it to them, I think it might have gone over better to have talked to Layla while you were having a coffee. To let her know that his behavior is insulting and wasteful and that you wouldn't be inviting him to any more dinners if he continued. Unless you explicitly told them, you can't assume they knew it was bothering you. As reasonable and understandable as your position is. I'm sorry to hear that this happened, but I hope you have a lovely dinner nights moving forward. How nice of you and your boyfriend to host this regularly. Blunt and feisty says, not the a-hole. Make sure you respond to everyone telling them that 1. Lucas and Layla showed up unannounced and uninvited to your home for your dinner party. 2. Lucas helped himself to your dinner without asking or being invited to it. And you were not planning on two extra guests. Then Lucas got mad at your boyfriend when he was stopped because he was not welcome to it. 3. Lucas has behaved very rudely the first and only five times he's been properly invited to your dinner parties and has not been invited back since because of his inappropriate behavior and wasteful conduct. Therefore, you will not tolerate anyone's disrespect and offensive comments, especially when they do not have all the facts to properly understand the situation to support a side. We will not be discussing it any further with anyone else other than Layla and Lucas, the only other two involved, as it's no one else's business. Zookeeper says, not the a-hole. You don't show up uninvited to someone's house for dinner and then complain about the food. And even if you are invited, you still don't show up to their house for dinner and complain about the food. They didn't appreciate your efforts and they threw perfectly good food in the trash. That is waste and disrespectful. t Worthiness replies that and says, the waste raised my hackles immediately. I grew up with food insecurity, so I would have most likely been politely getting on Lucas's case after the second time first by talking to the group so as not to single him out, then to him directly if he didn't stop. Like, so, just a reminder, everyone, you are welcome to take as much as you want, but please eat all you take. Any leftovers will be lunch later this week. Enjoy. And if that went over his head, hey, Lucas, I noticed a lot of food ending up in the compost last week. Why don't you start with a couple of bites to see if you like it and then take more? As my chef friend says, when it comes to cooking, you can always add on, but you can't take away. For him i'd make it a rule you must try a bite or two off layla's plate before getting your own and one more comment from unlovable darkness who says who just invites themselves over to someone's to eat complains about the food then kicks off when they're asked to leave not the a-hole the fact that they've brought other people into it proves they're childish and the fact other people are texting you saying you're an a-hole says to me that they've lied about the situation too i think it would be best to cut ties with these friends so then OP gave their small update, which says, I received a very enlightening text from an old friend that Layla has kept close with. Apparently, Lucas did not want to move at all, but Layla was offered an amazing opportunity here, so he agreed. According to this friend, Lucas has also sabotaged happy hour with her new co-workers and always coincidentally needs her at home whenever she wants to go out with new friends. It seems like he's maybe trying to make her unhappy socially here, so she'd be willing to move back home. I feel a little guilty for not picking up on this sooner, but I'm grateful for the perspective. I plan to reach out to Layla tomorrow and see if we can have a real talk about her situation. And I'm very glad that OP is going to reach out to Layla to try and have a proper conversation. And I'm hoping we do get an update on that situation as well. We see a lot of posts, and I'm not saying it's the case in this particular one, but we see a lot of posts where people are being isolated from friends and from family. So... I'm glad, once again, that OP is reaching out. But what do you guys make of this situation? What do you make of that small update as well? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, and time, as always, means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully, I'm going to see you in the next one. Take care, and much love.